everyone, I'm Nicole Boone. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. This episode of Conversations with Nicole discusses mental health and asking for help when you need it. Today's story is about Warren Stone. He is my guest. He is in Conway, South Carolina, and he is the owner of Phoenix Paint and Furniture in Conway, South Carolina. He's a former firefighter. He's been on The Voice He's done a lot in his life, and today he's sharing his story with us. Warren, good to see you. Hey, Nicole. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm delighted to have you on my show today. You shared with me, you thought it was important to talk about mental health, and it starts with your background. But first, before we get to that, talking about mental health, I want you to share with the viewers that you were on The Voice. Yeah. You were Team Adam. Right? Team Adam. Yep. Yep. Team so, Adam. I love that. So you are a musician. You're a singer. Tell me a little bit about the voice. It was fun. It was a, a time in my life to where I <coughs> just uh, got connected with the right people at the right time and um, auditioned and made it from it was like I think 20 something thousand people and I ended up being in the top 16 so I mean that was it's a big feat or I felt it was <laughs> sure, it is and that was in 2013 right yes yeah so at that time you were a firefighter so you became the singing firefighter correct yeah I was singing fire <laughs> uh what did you sing on the voice uh, the first song I did was, um, Colder Weather by Zach Brown. And then the last song, uh, the third song was, I just died in your arms tonight. Cause I'm an eighties baby. So. <laughs> and how does that song go? Remind us. <laughs> I just died in your arms tonight. It must've been something you said. Just died in your arms tonight. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I'm an 80s girl, so I knew that song immediately. Uh, well, I thought that would be a fun way to start our conversation that, today. That definitely broke eyes. Yes, of course. So we're talking today because you have a unique story, one that was filled with really cool adventures, like being on The Voice, grew up in Florence County, South Carolina. You became a firefighter there. Tell me about your journey as a firefighter and how it led to some different things in your life that you did not expect. Yeah, so in, I guess it was 97, um, before I graduated high school, I was like a junior fireman with Hannah Salem. And 99, I got certified uh, as a firefighter. They say once it's in your blood, it's always in your blood. It was just, it was adrenaline rush but then you get to help people and you get to hang out with your buddies um and while I did the the volunteer stuff I mostly played music um Florence County East Coast and stuff uh with a couple bands and I guess it was 09 um I started a full-time career in Florence with Wendy Hill and just absolutely loved the department, um, loved the job. And then I had the opportunity to do the voice in 13. 
and went for that. And whenever, uh, whenever I came back, tried the whole Nashville thing and did that for a few years and came back to South Carolina and I just could not get the fire service out of my system and went back to Windy Hill and then ended my career with the city of Conway. So there's a reason why you ended your career. You loved yes. serving, helping, but there were struggles, right? Yes, absolutely. Talk about the struggles. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, with it being Mental Health Awareness Month and all, it's, you see a lot in that job, but it's not only that job. It's, it's, it's just life in general. And I think that people, they don't, they don't realize and they don't think that, you know, life can be tough, life can be hard. And PTSD, uh, mental health, it's, it's not just, you know, just seeing bad things or, or just witnessing crimes or death or whatever. It could be just having a bad day and not talking about it. From me being in the fire service and stuff, I saw my share of, of bad things. But then I also helped people that had mental health problems and you know it just it, it got to a point to where I for my well-being and my family's well-being that I stepped away which my fiance is still she's a 21 year veteran with the police department and you know she's still going strong but I had to just I had to step away and and make a career change well I I think what I hear you saying is we're all different in how we process things. And one thing you shared with me earlier was that you just kept it all in and you didn't talk about it. So talking about issues, getting help from the experts, and oftentimes, if needed, taking medications. And these were things you were trying to overcome alone. You weren't sharing, you weren't speaking out, you weren't telling people how you felt because maybe sometimes you thought there was shame in there because you're just supposed to be a big, strong guy and figure out how to overcome it. But our brains are an organ just like anything else. And they need attention just like your heart does when it's unhealthy. Correct. What you have come to realize and how to get better and get on the other side. Yeah. And it's, it's the thing that I always like saying is, is your mind, your body and stuff. It's, it's, it's like a bag and you, you put the bag on your back and you're carrying it with, you know, you have the burdens of the world and all the emotions and happy, sad, this, that, the other, but you keep putting all these things in the bag. And the bag keeps getting, you know, step by step, it's, it's just filling up, it's filling up. And at some point, the, the stitching, your sanity, your everything just can't hold the bag together anymore. So whenever it explodes, you have a mental breakdown. And, you know, it, that's not just dangerous for you, but it's, it's, it's not healthy for your family. And that's another thing, too, is the, and I try to be an advocate, too, not only for the mental health, the people that are going through it, but the families, because not only are you taking your mental health issues out and they're, you know, receiving that stuff, but that's, you know, they're part of your, uh, 
your support system. So they go through a lot. They're going through just as much as you are, just in a different way. It's just that holding in is just not good. How did you get to the point where you knew for your well-being, you needed to make a change? You needed to find a different career path. Was there one particular incident? Was it just the combination? What And what did you decide to do differently to help yourself be a better you once you knew this is not working for me to be in this particular profession? I probably knew. I just didn't want to admit it mm-hmm. years prior. Yeah. Um, but uh, within the last two years, my, my life is just it's, it's amazing. Now I'm engaged to my best friend and we talk about things, but I could tell that, that things were changing. She could tell that things were changing. And, um, I think that a lot of times, especially your, your partners, your spouse, they see a different side of you. They notice things that you don't because you're already in that whole mindset of this is how I am whenever it's, you know, progressively getting worse. And uh, probably about a year ago, there was just things going on personally that um, that just it spiked and the bag busted. And luckily, you know, I have a great support system and I went and uh, got help and, and sure. stayed in a hospital for a week. And a lot of people would be they would try to hide it, this, that and the other. I'm not going to try to hide it. I mean, it's. Uh, well, that's part it, of the problem is hiding it. Correct. You can't get correct. help when you hide it. Correct. And and we're not living in our parents, our grandparents, great grandparents society. And that was how I was raised. You got to be tough. You don't take medicine. You just, you, you power through it. And that that's, it's not like that anymore. I mean, there's no, there's no sense in putting yourself through that, putting your family through that, whenever there are options, there are people you can talk to, there there are groups you can join, there are things on the internet that you can go and look at. I mean, this you can do anything you want to, and you don't have to tell anybody. I just, I enjoy sharing my story because I, I hope that maybe somebody's having a bad day and they hear it. And, you know, I, I'm by no means a professional, but, you know, I, I just try to, you know, put it out there and that, you know, like you said, you're not alone. You're not alone. And I think the thing is, is when you share some of your story, when we become a little bit vulnerable, oftentimes with people that we don't even know, and we say, you know, you're not alone. We've all felt some of these things, or I haven't felt them, but I genuinely care about you. And this is what you should maybe consider doing. Don't be scared or don't be ashamed to ask for help, it's okay. And when we say that to someone or show them that we've been there, you may save a life or you may help them have a better life because they thought, oh, okay, that makes sense. I can do this now, or I'm not alone. So I admire you for sharing your story because to look at you, you look at this big, burly, good looking guy who's got it all, you know, I've been on The Voice, I'm a firefighter, but you are all of that and you are a great guy, but you also are human and we all have struggles and you were willing to say that and to get help and to share your story today 
And every day, I'm sure when you're out on the job in hopes that you may help someone else. In, a, in essence, you're still being a firefighter. You're still helping people, but just in a different I, way, right? Yeah I, yeah, I didn't really think of it that way because that was, that was my biggest thing. You know, I felt like invincible. You get on the fire truck, you got your gear. And I guess it is, it's, kind of the, it's kind of the same thing. It is. And now your gear is, is, is a paint brush and paint. So <laughs> yep. that's a great transition to you started. And it's therapeutic this for me. Right. <laughs> so now you're Phoenix paint and furniture. Mm -hmm. You've changed careers and, and now you're just re remodeling people's homes and making their, their, their homes better and brighter. Yep. Bringing it back from the ashes. Right. So, that's, so tell me about Phoenix. Explain the name. So whenever uh, whenever I had gotten out the, the fire service, I was all bummed and stuff. And um, my fiance, Amber, was I, she was probably just tired of seeing me mope around. And I was like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, this, that, and the other. And then she suggested, you know, painting houses and stuff because, I love to paint. I'm, I guess I'm probably one of the few people that love to paint. Yeah, you probably and, are. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody likes to paint. Um, but, uh, and I was like, yeah, that's, that, I'll do that. And then, you know, she just kind of took the bull by the horn. She's been my champion. And she was like, all right, well, if you're just going to sit there, then I'm going to go ahead and get these steps together. So what's the name of the business? And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, well, how about paint, uh, Phoenix paint and furniture, because you're rising from your ashes. I'm like, oh, that's, mm, that, that's a good one, babe. That's, that's a good one. Powerful. Go ahead and write that down. Powerful. We're rising from the ashes. <laughs> yeah, from old to new. So how yeah. long has, have you been in business and how do people get in touch with you? Um, Phoenix Paint has been going now for six to eight months. We have a Facebook page. Um, wstone at phoenixpaint.net is the email that you can uh, send for quotes. Okay. Um, but the, the best way is really through, through the Facebook and, sure. and doing the messenger and, and we'll get back in touch with you. But, you know, we just, we try to bring positivity to everybody's day and, and make sure that people know that they're not alone. Cause you never know who you go and, and you paint a room for. You might not know what kind of day they're having. And if you're, you you know, a ray of sunshine and, and their bad day, then, you know, you never know what that'll do for them in the long run. Well, I just think it's beautiful how you are using all your opportunities now to talk to others. So as we close, you can either sing us out or give me some final thoughts, or you can do both, or just as we close, what, what, what do you want my audience to know as we close? Uh, I, I guess the, I wake up every day and, and I try to be as positive as I can, especially in the world that we live in. And I, I want to be a uh, advocate for the, you know, the mental health community. And it's mainly, you are not alone. Talk to somebody. Um, and you got my business stuff. So if somebody needs to talk, uh, like I said, I'm not a licensed professional, but I'll listen and I'll talk with you. Well, I love that we've had this time together. I love your story. Thank you again. And I love that you're continuing to have your story grow in a way that will 
be fulfilling for you and will be helpful for others in so many ways with, with mental health and with also painting things old and making them new again. That's it. <laughs> and I'll have your Facebook information in the today's description, Warren. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nicole. Listen, thank you. I appreciate your time today.